Seminar, a course or subject of study for advanced graduate students, an act of conferring or consulting together. Issue 13, Epoch. This is so strange, not having an instructor. What if it doesn't, you know, reboot? Then we're stuck. I mean, <laughs> where else are we going to go? What could we do? Greetings! I'm your new instructor. It's a pleasure to see you all. Please be seated as class has begun. Last term, you focused on a variety of subjects. In this term, I wish to give you an opportunity to expand your knowledge base and find connections between pieces. While logic is a valuable diagnostic tool, I wish you to use your abilities as individuals to draw new conclusions and find new depth in these pieces. For example, time. For any organic life form, it is a remarkably simple idea with a complex execution. Humans are obsessed with words like yesterday, today, and tomorrow, yet only perceive the now, but perhaps time is not linear. Perhaps it is cyclical. Take a look at this new piece, the notion that time can be affected by a simple relic of society, a timepiece. Have a seat here. You have about 15 minutes. Thank you. I don't think I'll need that much time. Just pick up the handset and talk. Sit down, Brett. What do you want? Hello, Mr. Cooper. Wait, I know you. What are you doing here? It's a small town. I pulled some strings. What do you want from me? I want to tell you a story. And you will hear me out. You owe me that. I don't owe you nothing. I'm doing my time. I... Your jail time is what you owe to society. Listening to my story, that's what you owe me. All I gotta do is listen? Yes. Please. Well, I got nothing better to do. The cable's out, so tell me the story. Let's call it a dream. It must have been... A bad dream. I had just visited my wife's grave. She'd only been gone two weeks. You remember. She died three weeks after 9-11. <laughs> Everyone was so worried about terrorists and germ warfare. It never occurred to us that the smaller everyday evils were still a threat as well. Little things, like drunk drivers, driving home, I, I just kept asking myself, why? Why did it have to happen to her? If only I could go back, I thought. I could stop her, or stop him, stop you. When I got home, I... I found that I had a visitor. Who's there? Hello, young man. You look familiar. Do I know you? <laughs> well, 
in a manner of speaking. I have a gift for you. What is this? It's not what you think. Be careful. What am I supposed to do with this? Nobody carries pocket watches these days. It is a gift, young man. All you need to do is accept it. What was all that about? I don't need a pocket watch. Maybe I could sell it on eBay. It was a watch. But it was unlike any watch I'd ever seen. And I'm supposed to care why? You don't have to care. All you have to do is listen. There was an hour hand. Twenty-four hours. A minute hand. A second hand. And a chronometer that showed years. The man had said it wasn't what I thought. But the truth was, I didn't know what to think. Just for fun, I set the clock for my birthday. And then, November 13th, 1974. 11.37 a.m. Huh? What? Mom? It's a boy. Oh, boy. Wait a minute. You mean to tell me you saw yourself being born? Mr. Cooper, please. Just listen. I told you, we're going to call this a dream. I sat and stared at the watch for the longest time. I could travel through time. All I needed to know was the date and the time. Somehow the watch knew the where. I could fix everything. You understand? In the palm of my hand was the answer to everything. I could go back and tell Karen not to leave. Or delay you from ever leaving the bar. Or stop you from ever getting into your car. Anything to keep you and Karen away from that road. And yet, here we both are. I know. The more I thought about it, the more I realized I was wasting the potential of this gift. I was thinking too small. My grief was clouding my judgment. What do you mean? Think about it. Just a few months before, it was a grim day more than 3,000 people were dead. All because of the decisions of a small handful of men. How many of the victims had families? Friends. They say no one in America was unaffected. Like the Six Degrees of Separation game. I know. I went to business school with someone who was in Tower 2. And all I had to do was go back and tell someone. If they didn't believe me, I could just phone in some fake threats. The airports would be shut down and the real threats would be averted. Those people would never have died. Your friend would never have died. 
The war in Afghanistan would have been averted. The war in Iraq, so much loss, fear, sorrow, and maybe, just maybe, in changing this, you and Karen wouldn't have been where you were. But was that enough? What about the lives lost to disease in the last few decades? Cancer, AIDS, all these new flu viruses? Over 30 million people in the world have been infected with the AIDS virus. If I could take what we know about those diseases now, take it back just two decades. Think of all the suffering that could have been averted. I was still thinking too small. Who knows how many millions of people died in World War II? Tens of millions. Soldiers and civilians. Not to mention the five million people who were tortured and killed just for being born Jewish. And with no World War II, there would be no Pearl Harbor. And no Hiroshima. In college, in my philosophy class, we were asking the question... Knowing what you know now, if you could kill Hitler, would you? Of course, it had been a hypothetical question. But now, given the chance, the obvious answer was yes. So I dug out my handgun. The handgun Karen begged me not to buy. The handgun I bought anyway because I wanted to protect my family. And I set the watch for 1923. Landsberg, Germany. A young Adolf Hitler was serving time for trying to overthrow the German government. While imprisoned, he decided to put his time to good use and started his autobiography, Mein Kampf, which stated that Germany's manifest destiny was world domination. It also explained how to control the masses through arousing their hatred of inferior races. Most significantly, the Jews. I stood over Hitler's sleeping form, held the gun to his head. I tried to pull the trigger, but I couldn't do it. I wanted to. I had to. He wouldn't have thought twice about doing it to me. But I couldn't. Perhaps I could go back further, to when he was a child. Somehow teach him. Show him he was wrong. There was no inferior race. Go back to a time before he had formed these warped views. Huh? There wasn't much time. I had to decide. And I made a decision that changed my life forever. My arm! Hitler didn't even move. Didn't even flinch. The place on his forehead where I had aimed the gun was unblemished. Not even a red spot. My own arm, however, was bleeding where the bullet had grazed it. The bullet 
my scream. And he just kept on sleeping. I found the bullet quickly. It had landed under Hitler's desk, but I couldn't move the chair to get it. I reached under the chair and grabbed the bullet. What the? The bullet looked like it had been fired straight into a steel-reinforced wall. I stood and grabbed the quill pen that laid on his desk, my fear growing as I did. My fingers pried at the pen that he was probably using to write his infamous words. But the feather pen may as well have been made of concrete. It would not budge. Home. I was home again. But I was not alone. May I have my watch back? Who? Oh, it's you again. The watch. Why would you give it to me? Only to take it back. So you could see. See what? Us humans, we're time travelers. But we can only travel in one direction. We cannot change the past. I just wanted to make things better. All these bad things happen and we don't deserve them. Perhaps. Perhaps not. But that's the way of things. Cause and effect, action and reaction, choices and consequences. That's the way of things. So what's going to happen? What terrible event next? Another hurricane? Another war? Another tsunami? What do you want me to tell you? The future? What do you want to know? That humanity reaches out to populate the stars? Or maybe that cultural evolution will reach its so-called logical conclusion and humanity will be divided into Morlocks and Eloi? Or that the world will just fizzle out and die? Not with a bang, but with a whimper. Or maybe that apes will rule the Earth? You don't have to make fun of me. The future has not been written yet. The past cannot be rewritten. Now, the watch. Oh, right. So, why did you come and give this to me? Because that's what I do. Did. Oh, and young man, he likes chocolate chip. What? And that's why I'm here. Because of that stupid dream? You're an idiot, and I'm a fool for wasting my time listening to you. I'm here because we can't change the past. But we can change the future. What the hell are you talking about? How many visitors do you get here? None of your freaking business. Mr. Cooper? You killed my wife. She was my everything. I loved her more than I loved my own life. Yeah, I already knew that. You come here to rub my face in it, huh? No. I came here to tell you that I forgive you. What? I forgive you. I know it. It doesn't do you much good. It won't get you out of prison. But I forgive you. I, I... I don't know what to say. I never even apologized. 
There's plenty of time for that, Mr. Cooper. You and I, we can't change the past. But, listen, I know you don't get visitors. During the trial, I could see you don't have many people in your life. Uh, I have plenty. Had plenty of people, but just not now. I'd like to come back. This is the last we need to speak of the past, okay? I want to come back. Maybe bring you some food or books or something. <laughs> Can you bring me one of those cakes with a saw in it? I don't think so. <laughs> Figures. But Karen has... had this incredible chocolate chip cookie recipe. Interested? I'd like that. A lot. I've always been a sucker for chocolate chip cookies. I know. Goodbye, Mr. Cooper. Please, call me Brit. All my friends do. I'll see you next week. Brit. Now, students, answer this for me, if you will. What do you feel about the piece? Feel? Yes, feel. You're organic. You have emotions, don't you? How do you feel about the piece? I... I'm not sure what you're asking. I don't... It was a story. People don't travel through time, so I don't see much point in dwelling on it. Uh... I see that all that talk of logic has taken the defining human factor from all of you. Okay, okay, so we're talking about time. What about the way that time crawls or flies? How does that affect humans? Excellent question, student three. Let's look at that then. Look through this next piece, Killing Time. Rush, rush, rush. Jim, why do you have to have the seat that far back? Legs aren't that long. Now the mirrors are adjusted for your imaginary long legs. <sighs> Alright, Annie, enough. Relax. The rushing is over. We made better time coming home on this vacation than we ever have. Traffic in Chicago was perfect. The plane was on time. The tailwind brought us home faster than anticipated. <laughs> None of the luggage was lost. And now, I'll just bring the car up to the curb, pick up the family, and we're home. Just relax. Enjoy the respite from the rushing around. A nice leisurely drive through the parking lot. Just what the doctor ordered. Oops. Just failed my driving test. Good thing Jenny isn't here. Safety first. Now, Jim and the kids won't mind if they have to kill a little time while they wait. Where are they? I thought I left them at number two. Carl, what are you doing? You know better than open the door. Quiet, lady. When the car's moving. 
You're not Carl. No, I'm not. What are you doing? I need a ride, ma'am. I can't. I have to get my family and refill the car. You don't understand. I need a ride. Now drive. Fast. Why don't you just steal a car? What do you need me to drive? You can... Ma'am, please. Be quiet and drive, okay? <clears throat> now get us out of this airport as fast as you can. I am. You're not. When I say fast, I mean like Riska fast. Not Granny in a rush to get her ice cream home before it melts fast. Better. Now, you know how to get to Shambhala Gardens. The restaurant? How am I supposed to know? I'm asking you. If you mean the restaurant, then yes. It's about 15 minutes from here. You have 10. What do you mean? I mean you have 10 minutes. My watch says 10.55 right now. You have to get me there by 11.05. You can't be serious. Serious is a brain aneurysm. Drive. It'll take us more than 10 minutes. If you go the speed limit, yeah, but you're not. I, I could get pulled over. Ma'am, I'm holding a gun to your head. I'm sure they'll make an exception for you in traffic court. Now drive like you're in the Fast and the Furious, all right? I guess Fast and the Furious wouldn't be your type of movie, huh? I get the idea. What about The Dukes of Hazard? You ever watched that when you were younger? When I was younger? You look like a 30-something. That would have been on when you were a kid, right? Yeah, it was. Drive like the Dukes, then. Come on, faster, we're running out of time. You know, I hate what they did with that Jukes movie. Felt like they were trying to make it like a cross between Fast and the Furious and American Pie. Of course, I'm not old enough to have watched Jukes when it was originally aired, but I had cable and watched it on CMT. What is that? It's you two. I still haven't found what I'm looking for. That ain't you two. That sure ain't the greatest band on the face of the earth. That's a cat in heat. That's... My husband singing you two. Why, in God's name, would you put that on your phone? Just for fun. It's cute. And I love my husband, all right? Whatever, ma'am. I don't even know you, and I'm embarrassed for you. Now, where's your phone? In my purse. Why? What are you doing? I'm gonna answer it. It might be important. Got it. Too late. Sorry. Who's Carl? My son. They're probably getting worried that I didn't pick them up. What is that? That's my husband. I know that, but... That's my husband calling. He made a special ringtone for me, and I assigned it. Wait a minute, I recognize that song. You too again. This is that quote-unquote new song they put on their first Best Of album, isn't it? I hate it when they do that. My husband chose that song because Bono wrote it for his wife when they did Joshua Tree. They never put it on the album, so... What am I doing? No, 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 no. I am not going to argue about pop cultural references like I'm in the middle of a, I don't know, a Tarantino movie. Fine. Whoa. You better speed up. They're behind us. Who? Who's behind us? Just them. You mean that black Escalade that's passing on the traffic right now? Yeah. Hold the car steady. What are you... What are you doing? It'll be just like the Jukes, only they used a bow and arrow. But... Drive! I can't believe you just shot out their tires! Yeah. Neither can I. <laughs> what are you laughing about? Don't you find it ironic that you used a cultural reference, Tarantino to say that you weren't going to talk about cultural references. No, I do not. I do not find it one bit funny. Tell me, what is it that you're willing to kill me to get to Shambhala so fast? Not what? Who? Someone very important, very valuable to me is there. I can't afford to lose him, and if I don't get there before 11.05, just drive, ma'am. Annie, call me Annie, okay? 
You can call me Bono. Bono, right. Not your... Real name, right. Big YouTube fan, huh? Yeah. Up until a Potmark tour, when the greatest band on Earth tried to be the greatest joke on Earth, but the joke was they were a joke. You like them now? Yeah, I do. They're getting back to their musical and thematic roots. I just gotta wonder. WWBD. What? What would Bono do? What do you mean? Would he hijack a car and hold a gun to the driver? Of course not. Nice try. I'm a fan of YouTube's music, not of bleeding heart Bono's bully pulpiting all over the world. Besides, I'm desperate. This person is that important to you? You know it. There, th there it is. You made it. It's 11.04. Perfect. If you weren't married, I'd kiss you. That person there, that him? I do believe. Get in, man, get in. Okay, now drive, fast and furious style. So, who is he? What? I don't know. What's your name? Sam. He's Sam. Hold on. He's very valuable to you, and you don't even know his name. Yeah. No, you know where the Red Bishop Hotel is. It's about a half hour away from here. You have 15 minutes. And you, Sam, give me the combination. No! I know you have it in that case. Just give it to me. I'll use this if I have to. This is about money? Yeah. I never said it wasn't. I can't believe this. I was actually feeling bad for you. My family is waiting for me. You put me in danger, risk taking me away from them, and I was almost willing to go through it for you, not because you put a gun to my head, but because I feel bad for you? Sorry, it was a misunderstanding. Yeah? Well, this isn't. Hey, Sam, safety first. What do you mean? Yeah, what do you Oh. Just remember, I'm the one with the gun. Oh, I remember. You're the one with the gun. You shot out a car's tire in the middle of a busy street. You've threatened Sam here with it. You've threatened me with it. Which means you've threatened my family. And you will not take me away from my family. Jenny has driver's ed coming up. Carl is starting to go through puberty. And my husband can't go through that alone. It'll kill him. Annie, that is too much information. So, Bono, you like pop culture references? Here's one. Huh? George of the Jungle. What? Oh, dear God. I get it. Shut up, Sam. Unless you plan to give me what I want. George of the Jungle. Hey, Annie, what are you doing? Look out, you're going off the road. Watch out for that tree. Hey, you got it. <laughs> it's okay, ma'am. You and the passenger in the back should be okay. What about Bono? You mean the passenger side rider? He's alive, but unconscious. Get, get the police! Get the police! He's got a gun! They're on their way. Now don't move too much. We need to make sure you've got no neck injury. We're gonna get you out and put you on this board. I I'm fine. I'm fine! I, I really need to take this. Hello? Hi, honey? Yeah, I I'm sorry I've taken so long. I, I know, I know. We were making such good time. Uh, but don't worry, we'll be home before you know it. We can just take our time. Your assignment for next week. Create a visual representation of time and how you feel it affects you, and analyze the way time is represented in both these pieces. No further inquiries. Class dismissed.
Supplemental inquiry. Syllabus and course schedule. Next time on Seminar, the students find themselves slowly coping to a new, warmer instructor. So you're talking about business correspondence then? Exactly, Student Bridges. You've been paying attention. And the students deal with the ideas of business, pleasure, and zoos? Absurdism. A theatrical style that takes realistic elements and makes them anachronistic disjointed, and most of all, in a rational universe, like Zeus, for example, of ancient human practice. Be sure not to miss this next class. Seminar, issue 14, April 25th, 2008, only at PendantAudio.com. Supplemental Inquiry, Players for Seminar. Featuring the voice talents of Mike Winters as the instructor. Jeffrey Bridges as student one. Susan Bridges as student two. Seth Adamsher as student three. In Killing Time, Leanne Brown as Annie. David Alt as Derek. And Kevin Schwab as Sam. Written by Ben Avery. In Timepiece, Scott Vinicombe as Doug. Bruce Busby as Britt. Chris Gumprich as guard one. Gwendolyn Jensen Woodard as guard two. And Bill Young as the old man. Written by Ben Avery. Directed by Catherine Pride. Edited by Jeffrey Bridges. Original music by David Alexander McDonald. Produced by Pendant Productions. This production is copyright 2008 Pendant Productions. Seminar co-created by Catherine Pride and Jeffrey Bridges. Copyright 2008 Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening.